Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast and happy hump day. It is Wednesday, so do not forget to hump someone you love immediately, if not sooner. Okay, alert, alert. My Bryce Bryce pillow pillow is missing. Okay, you have a big-ass blanket. You think it's under that blanket somewhere? It definitely is. You think Bryce is hiding in the blanket? That's so Bryce. Or was there a Bryce snapping? Oh, okay. There was not a Bryce snapping. Bryce is here. The Bryce and Streisand brothers are here to celebrate hump day as they always are. Hump someone you love. These pillows are a reminder that... You have to hump someone you love at least once a week, just so you they don't forget that you love them. And that the Streis brothers are always with us. Thank Hun- you. Sound like they died. <laughs> <laughs> but they're always with us in spirit. Don't worry, like- Jackie. Bryce is always with you. Yeah, but you could say it as someone who's just <laughs> down the block. <laughs> For sure, but it's definitely doesn't hit the same. It's weird. No, it definitely feels weird. But it's hump day, which always feels good. Always feels a little too good. <laughs> and you are looking so professional today. Do you have meetings, meetings, meetings? Oh, well, I do have meetings, meetings, meetings. Um, I was just actually really inspired by a TikTok sound for this outfit. Okay. Are you happy to be in Paris? Oui. That's me. I'm so pre- like French. Okay. How are you French? This shirt is giving Parisian for sure. Like Right, but those buildings on your shirt are not French buildings. Well, they're kind of like non-denominational. Um, <laughs> I do believe one of them is the Burj Khalifa. That's like the only one that looks recognizable. But the other just look like big ass buildings. Oh, it's just like a celebration of famous buildings. Of architecture. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know, like the pink, like the silk, it's very just like casual French girly, you know. Yes. My loafers are so French. Um, the fries I had yesterday were even more French. So I'm just happy to be in Paris. I actually did have French fries last night. Zach mm. ordered McDonald's like <gasps> late. We had a really rough um, night because we low-key like got into a car accident. Oh my God, yes. Are you okay? I'm okay. We were in a cab and we like stopped short and fender bendered with the car in front of us. I hit my head on the partition and my leg. So I had to like stay up so late last night even though I was so tired. So I, as not to be concussed. So as not to be concussed, but I, I think I'm okay. Um, but it was just jarring and then I got home and like ordered pizza and Zach ordered McDonald's and it was just one of those we needed it okay so I not to make literally everything about me but in high school one time I got to it in a taxi fender bender and I hit my head on the partition and I have to say there's literally nothing more humbling on the planet than like whacking your forehead into the partition of a taxi yeah it was I was already in a bad mood and then I was just (laughs) in a worse mood and like we were just like what the fuck also we were going down Park Avenue which you can't even drive that fast if you wanted to so like I wasn't watching the car in front, so I just don't, re- I don't know whose fault it was, but it was so frustrating. We just like got out of the cab and got into the one next door yeah. and continued on our way home. I also hit my leg, which I think will bruise, but I, I don't I think you should um, sue the city. I'm feeling a little litigious. Yeah, and say what? 
I hit my head on the partition. It's really crazy how cab drivers drive with no abandon, whereas like Uber drivers don't do that. They could use a little more abandon. Yeah, no, but no, like OG old school New York City yellow cab drivers, like if I'm in an emergency and I need to get to the hospital, like I want that person to drive me. Like they are reckless. But in the city, like there's really not, I mean, of course, like bad things can happen to anyone, but you're limited kind of by the space, the lights, like the you really traffic. Can't, you, you can't, can't go can't, that far. You can't go that fast. Yeah, unless you're on like one of the highways. But yeah, in the city, like proper, it's usually fender bender like yeah. zone. So we got into a fender bender yesterday. So I had to stay up late. I watched Southern Charm while I was waiting to fall asleep. I read my book, which has been so good. I read the worst book you of all time, and I just want to say it so nobody ever reads it. And Kenzie Elizabeth, I put this one on you because I took it from you. The Heartbreak Book Club or the Broke Girl, the Broke... Broke heart- Back Book Club. <laughs> it was horrendous. I've actually never given a book two stars because if it's that bad, I usually don't finish it. Mm-hmm. But like I was already 50% the way through and I'm like trying to read my, reach my goal, you know? That's a two star. Horrible. Yeah. Like I was embarrassed. You know what I've noticed? I think books are more personal than comedy and even more personal than food because you can like a lot of the same books as someone else, but I don't think there's another person on the planet who likes every single book that you like, dislikes every book that you dislike, and feels the exact type of way about all books as you feel. It's so personal. It is, and actually... um, We have similar tastes, but we're not 100% no. on the Venn diagram. They actually were talking about that in that atrocious book. Like, just because you don't like a book doesn't mean it's bad. Oh, that's definitely true. Yeah. And I can read a book and be like, I hate this book, but I can but I can see that it's probably a good I can't book. see how anyone would like the book like, that I read. what book? Would, Jane Eyre. That's the one I read. Nope. Yeah, Mr. Rochester. That book I didn't enjoy, but I can tell you it's a good book. Yeah. I just don't understand how, like, classics become classics. Because, like, The Odyssey, trash. literal trash stop homer is quaking don't do that to him and you know what homer needs to be severely humbled because his books are trash okay but you know what we were talking about yes i I was actually over the weekend which we need to bring to the forefront it's a conversation privately that needs to be taken to the public we're taking our company public we were too young to be reading the classic books that we read in middle school, high school, and college at the time that we read them, and we did not appreciate them, and we did not like them, and we should not have been reading them. Right, like what 15-year-old is really going to appreciate and understand Wuthering Heights? Like, right. The Portrait of Dorian Gray, like all these iconic books to that are iconic. To Kill a Mockingbird, that's what brought, that's up. What brought up the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Lord of the Flies. Why the fuck were we reading that? The Sun Also Rises. Like, Romeo why are we reading Ernest Hemingway when we're 14? We're never going to like him at that age. And you're just setting us up for failure and, and bad associations. Like, with books. There should, you should enforce it when people are 30, honestly. Like, there should be continued education for 30-year-olds. And, like, you need to put in your report card about how you read at least one book this year. And just another way that the school system has failed us. Yeah. It's just too much. Why was I reading Philip Roth in high school? No, it's it's such a good question and one that has literally no logical answer. It's too much for these kids. Yeah. 100%. But but we should be reading those things now. Yeah, of course. But you also need a teacher to explain it to you. You need, honestly, a podcast. About a book club. But like classics. Yeah, I'm sure there is one. Yeah. That's a really smart thing. 100%. That's like drunk history. Right. Not that I've listened. Never. But it sounds pretty self-explanatory. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Um, so I think, it's go- I think it's going well for them, drunk history. I think it is too. I think they're <laughs> set for life. 
Um, it's Wednesday, which means we have Dear Toasters. Mm -hmm. So that's always exciting to kind of, you know, better the lives of our listeners, which we are constantly doing. Mm -hmm. um, and we've got the stories, which mm -hmm. I, know, story I know some of them. Are storyful. They're full of stories. That's actually, that's a really good way of putting it. I, I like that. I like the beat. You know what? Have you been following um, the WNBA player who... Here and there, yes. It's like so sad. And I was like wondering why nobody's talking about it, but then I was getting a bunch of DMs. Like, we're not supposed to talk about it. Why? Because, like, it's such a big deal. And then, like, I don't think people in Russia, like the Russian government, like, know it's such a big deal. And if it is a big deal, she'll become like, um, like a pawn. And like, a, like, there's a whole podcast about it, people are telling me. Like, Because it feels like people are not talking about it, but I think it's intentional. So, like, people are working on it, but you don't want to draw attention to the fact of how big of a deal it is. Because then they'll be like, oh, we're not giving her back. Like, right. But, like, the first photo of her, like, photographed going to her trial was released. And it's so sad. Like, she looks so scared. Yeah. I saw that picture. And I, I think I understand what you're trying to say. That yeah, I'm not articulating She'll it, be right, used as, like, a political pawn. pawn. Like, you want her back? Just you safely have to do... and quietly, like, let's get her out. As opposed to, like, making a big thing of it. And then they're like, oh, you really want this girl back? Well, we want this in return. Yeah. I think that's how politics work. But it's just really sad. Like, I've been thinking about it a lot. She must be so scared. Yeah. Like, I watched Locked Up Abroad. Do you, have you ever heard of it or seen it? I've heard of it from you. And it's, like, people's um, firsthand experiences. And then it's, like, also dramatized in, like, a really cringy, like, soap opera type of way. Um, but it's their firsthand experience of getting locked up abroad. abroad. And you have, like, no access to, like, your family or, like, legal counsel. It's so scary. So it just reminded me of that. Do that show gives me nightmares. watch Amer Amanda Knox documentary? You know because if you're into being locked up abroad. The thing is about life is like sometimes you get into things and sometimes you don't. And I just kind of like miss the wave on Amanda Knox. Like ask me any question about Amanda Knox. Aside from the fact that she's a girl. Okay. What country was Amanda Knox locked up in? Where did it go down? I think Italy. Good. Okay. Good. Okay. Good. What was she accused of? Try it. Murder, obviously. Of who? Her roommate? Yeah. Oh. I was going to say, or her boyfriend. No. Okay, wait, keep going. Um, is Amanda Knox free today? Yeah, she was on the Call Her Daddy podcast. <laughs> she was That's on Joe Rogan. Right. Yeah, I know. I knew that. I knew that. But, you know, you can do podcasts from prison these days. At Adelby, yeah. Okay. You need next, a prisoner on the podcast. Next Amanda Knox question. Like, I, like, I don't Honestly, know Honestly, you, you got no, the gist. I, I got it down. <laughs> no, but, like, some people, like, is, is the jury still out technically on whether she did it or not? Like, people think she did. People think she didn't. No, I think everyone like agrees that she did not do it. Oh, and then she was framed or, or what? Yeah, it was like a situation where she was interrogated really intensely in a country where she didn't speak the language and they had her like she... Bad situation. Bad situation and uh, yeah, no, I don't think she did it. Yeah, so like there are just certain like rabbit holes people go down and I just totally miss the Amanda Knox thing. Well, you were really young, but then she did resurface. Recently. Recently, and the documentary on Netflix really brought it all Got up it. again. Also, like, don't come for me. I'm not like a big John Bonet girl. Like, I'm not really 100% sure what happened there either. And I mean, no one is. That's no, the point. But I mean, like, the story. Like, I obviously know she died. Yeah. She was killed. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, like, I've heard things like her brother. I don't know. People like to to think it's the brother. Who do you think did it? I don't know. I don't know. I used to, like, think maybe the brother, but I don't know. Yeah, so, like, those are just, like, two major, like, true crime, like, things that people love to discuss that I have limited knowledge on. Yeah, and every few years, like, something comes up, like, someone in prison admitted to killing John Bonet. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. 
or like they think but, like, they probably fig- just say that for attention yeah they think they figured it out got it mm-hmm. there's always like a new documentary with the same information yes yes so yeah i didn't really like invest in those rabbit holes but if you want to talk celebrity uh documentaries i could I could talk endlessly. Katie we know. Perry. We know that you could. Have you watched Halftime yet? No, I haven't because every time I've like been scrolling Netflix, the person I'm with is like, absolutely not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, should we watch Halftime? No. It just hasn't been your time. It, my time has not come. That's My fine. halftime has not come. That's fine. But I, I do plan on watching it because, you know, I love a good celebrity documentary. I have so many things to watch. I actually need to start writing everything down. I'm becoming one of these people who has like so many things in Lists. my head. And you know what I actually need, but I won't get one? An Alexa. So that I could like, when I have a thought, be like, Alexa, remind me to send out thank you cards. Okay. And now your Alexa is going to remind you. Yes, that sounds like a good idea. But like Alexa is a wench and she's not helpful. And she'll just like tell you the reminder, like when you don't fucking need I it. I know, but I just need her to like, I need someone to just transcribe things as I say them. Maybe that's not Alexa. Maybe you should just start walking around with a pen and paper like you Harry at the spot. <laughs> Literally. Today, and it's like, I don't want to write a note on my phone. I hate that to do on my phone. Today I was actually going to... Um, In your planner. Just jot it down. I forget what it was already. You're literally Olivia Benson, like writing down packs. No, it's crazy. It's such like a, a parent thing. And by the way, I agree oh, with you on making to do lists. To do lists on your notes app are useless. You're never going to do them. No, it was something I needed to order on Amazon. Postnatal pills, we got back to it. I could have told Alexa to order them. Can you? Yeah, Alexa, order my postnatal pills. Okay. Okay, but people might be listening to this podcast out loud. Alexa, Cancel. stop order. <laughs> stop. Alexa, play Toast by Claudia Osher. Alexa shouldn't have the authority to just hear that and like you're purchased and done. Like she needs to confirm the address. Like wench. confirm which brand. She's a wench. Like she's <laughs> literally not helpful to anyone ever. Yeah, and now she wants to be your grandma. Yeah, and you know you could play. Do you remember that game? I feel like I maybe said this on the podcast already. Remember that game I used to play in high school called Akinator? No. Okay, so it's kind of like this magic genie, like 20 questions type of thing where like you'll think of a person in your head, either mm-hmm. a celebrity, a fictional character, a politician, like somebody well-known. And she'll ask you questions, not she, Akinator will ask you questions like, is it a boy? Are they in movies? And she'll try to whittle down exactly who you're thinking of. Okay. Do you want to play for a second? Oh, I actually do know what you're... Okay, so do you know you could play that game on Alexa? Okay. I sat in my bathroom for 45 minutes trying to get her to guess me. And I didn't come up. Like, I was devastated. But I have come up on Akinator one time. She obviously hasn't expanded her portfolio to digital stars, and that's on her. No, but the thing is, she has. Because it's like, is your, is who you're thinking of a YouTuber or a gamer? You know, like, she's okay, in the you, digital space. She's in, what, did she, did she, could she do an Instagrammer? Yes, I think the YouTube question really fucked me up. Because, like, are we YouTubers? We literally live stream on YouTube every day. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. Like, the we don't even have 100,000. Like, is a YouTuber. Right, 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 right. Okay. But not you. So, yeah. That's why I hate Alexa. Okay. And she pronounces my name, like, off when she, like, plays my songs. Right. Austri. There's no T. No, literally, Alexa, get a dictionary. <laughs> Go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate Alexa. Like, she's my nemesis. So, anyways, I'm not getting one, but I've really been feeling a need for one recently. You don't need one. It's no. A, it's good to play music. That's literally the only thing. Yeah. I just need, like, a lot of hands-free things and whatever. You're hands-free girl. I guess I'll just keep forgetting to order my postnatal pills. Order them right now. No, no, no. It's t- Is that because of your hair? No, it, it's, like, um, just everything. God, will it help the hair? No. Oh. Like over the weekend, I saw Jackie pull out literal clumps of her hair. I've never been so shocked in my life. Every time I go to do a ponytail and I just like go like that, I get so much hair in my hand. It's really sad, isn't it? It is. I mean, thank God you have so much hair left, but 
It's sad. I know. It's really like my ponytail always has so much hair in my shower drain. Oh, I can imagine. Very sad. Very but sad. Just par for the course. Baby, baby tings. Baby tings. So, without further ado, yeah. it's time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a leader in the clean beauty industry with the massive mission to get safer products into the hands of everyone. Their motto is that beauty should be good for you. And so the daily makeup meets skincare tinted moisturizer with SPF 20 provides sheer lightweight coverage for a dewy luminous finish and helps achieve even looking skin tones and protects the skin against the sun's damaging rays. It's that time of year. You should be wearing SPF year round, but obviously the summer comes to mind for like when it's most important. Um, and a lot of skin, a lot of the SPF skincare can leave a white cast on your face and just have you looking like greasy so I really like the tinted moisturizer from beauty counter because it has SPF but it also like evens out your skin tone and like reduces redness and it's a mineral SPF 20 with non-nano zinc oxide it is reef friendly and benzene free so it's good for the planet it is good for your skin you will look glowing you will look dewy and you will be protected for the sun because we don't want to be you know shriveled up raisins when we're older they also have a fabulous mascara it is a clean mascara it achieves the ultimate lift length and volume without potentially harmful ingredients it supports stronger lashes thanks to an intensely nourishing tripeptide technology so the counter sun daily sheer defense for face which has an spf 20 can guard against the sun's damaging rays with the spf 25 facial sunscreen that is formulated with non-nano zinc oxide it provides broad spectrum spectrum protection against uva and uvb rays and you can even layer it over your daily moisturizer or your makeup so if you are looking for clean beauty this summer you're looking for that glowy radiant finish you're looking to protect your skin for the sun great clean products like mascara check out beauty counter and they're exclusively offering our listeners 30 percent off your first order in case you needed another reason to switch to a clean routine Use code TOAST, again, at Beauty Counter for 30% off your first order. Today's episode is also brought to you by Liquid Death, which I am drinking in my Love Island water bottle. This week, a hot new bombshell enters the villa. Um, That was like Australian. So Liquid Death is taking over. I've been seeing it everywhere. We have a ton in the studio. I'm a sparkling... One thing about me is like I'm a sparkling water girly. Mm -hmm. Like I will not drink flat water. I'm just like a sparkling water girl you know one thing about me is I'm gonna drink sparkling water and yeah did you I, I just want to say I love liquid death because I've been drinking them around my house and it looks like a the, beer it looks like a beer and it's so funny and jarring and people will like come over I'll be facetiming with me and they're like what are you drinking and I feel so badass Especially when you were pregnant pregnant I feel so badass like I'm actually drinking just mountain water from no, I'm liquid just death. hydrating and taking care of myself right but like you get the feeling of like cracking up open a cold one at the end of a long day so liquid death is a new water brand that looks like tall boys of beer but it's actually just mountain spring water that's available and still sparkling and three different flavors. Um, so if you're wandering through like a convenience store and you see these big kind of emo looking yeah. water no, you're, cans. No, you look at that and you're like, that's going to fuck me up. And yeah. it's like, no, it's just going to hydrate you gorgeously. It really looks like beer, but it's drinking water from a freezing cold can and it is super refreshing. If you love the new flavors, which I do, by the way, one thing about me, um, Flavored sparkling water is going to be my beverage of choice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just facts. Um, and we have them here in the studio. I'm usually drinking them in one of my sexy bottles. Yeah, except that you're missing out on the experience of looking like you're drinking no, a know. brewski. Okay, maybe I'll switch to it. it especially when, especially when they're so sponsoring hardcore. the episode. I'll be FaceTiming Olivia, and she's like, what are you drinking? And I love to prank everyone and be like, I just needed a beer. Like, I'm so wound Long day. Up. And then they're like, what? And I'm just like, or like, like a death. Or like <laughs> drinking it like while you're driving, which is like psychotic, <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Um, so you can get Liquid Death at all the big retailers like Amazon, Target, Albertsons, Safeway, 7-Eleven, or Sprouts. And you can get free shipping on their crazy limited edition merch and apparel at liquiddeath.com slash toast. That's liquiddeath.com slash toast to get free shipping on their crazy limited edition merch. You guys have to get it. It also tastes amazing, but you just feel so cool. Yeah, no, like it's we're like, a bunch of cool girls. Like smoking the cigarette. Yeah, really cool. <laughs> it's like candy cigarettes. Mm-hmm. That's really the equivalent. Oh my God, we used to be obsessed with candy cigarettes. We used to turn everything into a cigarette. Pretzels. And that's a byproduct of like our generation where like back in the day, like cool people used to smoke cigarettes. Yeah. So like every time we had like pretzel, yes. Like, or when it was like outside and we were really cold and like that fog would come from our breaths, we'd be like, yeah, just need a quick cig. Yeah, just like a cigarette girly. Okay, let's get into the stories because first up, Kim Kardashian is shaking up Paris Fashion Week. She hit the runway for Balenciaga at their Paris Fashion Week show alongside some other really big names like Nicole Kidman, Dua Lipa, Naomi Campbell, and Christine Quinn. Oh, I didn't see Christine. I just saw Christine. Hmm. But she's been like wearing Balenciaga so everywhere, so it makes sense. And we need to break this down piece by piece. Obviously, the Kim piece is the biggest piece. A piece for Gretchen Wieners, a partial yeah. spring fling queen. Literally. <laughs> um, okay, obviously this is not a surprise because Kim has been Balenciaga girly for a couple months now. Um, I do find it surprising that Kim has never walked in a show before. Like, let alone, like not even... Like before, when she was like a Sears girly. Right, like, not even like Sherry Hill. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I was just surprised that this was the first time. And of course, like if you're going to do it, do it right. right. Balenciaga. Now, a lot of people are making fun of her walk that it's giving Ramona Singer in her eyes. And I can't lie. When I did see the video of her, my mind did go to Ramona as well. Um, but in defense of Kim, which is an alternate title for this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> working title. I feel like she was set up in a sense it wasn't a runway show. It was literally like a living room of a hotel. Like a presentation. Right, with like these weird curves. There wasn't like a long runway to strut. You couldn't strut your stuff. And it wasn't the typical model walk. Like when we think of model walks and how they've all perfected their it's walks like over boom, the years. Boom, hips, boom, hips, boom, hips, shoulders, moment. shoulders, yes, eyes, us, yes, icon. It wasn't that. It was like a saunter. It was like the Wendy. You know what it was like? It was like in Mad Men when, or um, in Downton when Lady Mary goes into... The fashion shows. Goes into London to go to a presentation and get clothes for the season. And they're just like sauntering around the room. Jackie, that's the book Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. Like, showing off the clothes. Have to read it. And maybe that's the vibe they were trying to emulate. But for it to be your first runway show, and it's not really a runway. There was no runway. You have to like, just like walk and saunter. And then people are like, this isn't a runway walk. And she's like, yeah, I know. Um, and Nicole Kidman, who's also not a model, like was also looking like a little weird just because it's not a typical runway. All of the non-models were, yet the models found a way to understand the assignment. Of course, and Naomi Campbell, like wearing the biggest dress of all time, like managed to do it perfectly, but that's why she's Naomi Campbell. Right. So runway walk aside, Kim walking in a major couture fashion show, what do you think? I personally, and we were talking about this yesterday, like when something's a big deal, I don't register that it's a big deal until months Months later. later. But to me, this is giving like SNL where I'm sure it's going to be like a 10 episode storyline on the Kardashians because it's like the biggest deal ever. And it's like, well, does she's been wearing Balenciaga and now she's going to walk in the show amongst other Balenciaga celebrities. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. When I, there were like rumors that she was going to walk and I was like really excited for it. Um, and I just expected a little bit more from Balenciaga. Like it wasn't giving like big show glamour. It was just like kind of like indie and like boutique, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And I just thought like for Kim's debut, they should have like done like like, when you see the Chanel shows, they're literally at these enormous stadiums. Like, I don't know. It just felt, like, a little underwhelming. Not on Kim's part at all. Just, like, yeah. on the setting Balenciaga put her in. Yeah, but maybe it was that's the point, like, the contrast to be, like, demure. 
yeah, like I get it. Fashion always has to be like making a statement or whatever, but give this bitch a big ass runway, okay? Yeah, I just know Kim's probably made like a really big deal of this in her head. It's like you're a bigger deal. It's, you're a bigger that's deal. That's what I mean about SNL. Like, yes. You're a bigger deal. Yes. I did love seeing Nicole Kidman because she has a very, very special permanent place in my heart. And Keith Urban was in the audience. So that's just what dreams are made of. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. Kim is in, pa- uh, is in Paris just like being iconic. North is with her. Mm-hmm. North is like turning out looks. Like North is officially like of age. Her braces are off. Mm-hmm. And she's like looking... Like everything of the sort. Yeah, no, she's a style icon for sure. In the making. For sure. For sure. Well, that was fun to wake up to this morning. It was. I love being on like different time, you know? Yeah. Because then I wake up and it already happened in Paris and I don't have to wait for the content. I'm an impatient girly. We know that. Yes. Are you ready for our next story, which you're going to explain to me? Yeah. The game denies dating 13 going on 30 actress Krista B. Allen after Kiss. I'm obsessed with this story. Okay, so the game shut down rumors that he is dating 13 going on 30 actress after they shared a steamy kiss in a video posted on TikTok. He said, Krista and I have mutual friends. She attended my 4th of July party and I hopped on her TikTok. She's a beautiful woman, but we're not dating. In the video, she is seen looking down in the dumps while resting with her dog as she tells her viewers, what's up, guys? I absolutely can't take it anymore. When you just broke up, but you just broke up. Okay. Smirk emoji. So it's like this dumb trend where it's like, whatever. She was like, oh, we just broke up. But then like, there's a thing of them kissing, like, we just broke up. Like, it's a really dumb trend that I don't even understand. But people were quaking. And so she's really interesting because, obviously, she's a 13 going on 30 girl. But she's, like, big on TikTok. Yes, she's, I've seen her her stuff. She obviously leans into the 13 going on 30 stuff. But she's, like, more she's lifestyle. She's a creator. She's, she's a, a creator. really a good creator. Yeah, premium content. A um, little bit of comedy. Yeah, she does it all. Yeah, she does. She's Sometimes really, she dresses up in the Jenna Rink dress. She embraces the thing that made her famous. She's doing a great job. Yeah. Um, however, this video, people were quaking because whatever, it was like a harmless video, but then people were like, is that the game? The man responsible for jam by Kim Kardashian West? Well, sorry, not West. Um, and so people were like, oh wow, she's dating the game. Like who knew? Then he says he wasn't dating her. So now the question is like, is she making it up or were they in on this joke together? Well, she can't make anything up when he's there kissing her too. You know, it's not yeah. like she said something. Right, it was a I, kiss on the lips too. I think that it was like just a TikTok video. Prank. Prank and there's nothing more, nothing less. I hate when people like take advantage of my time and my energy. Yeah, because you were probably down at the docks like getting your ships ready. Not really, actually. I just thought this was an interesting factoid when two people from the different corners of pop culture meet in the middle. Yeah. It was like, where did these two even meet? 13 going on 30 girl in the game. Hollywood, you know. Anything's possible. When you run with a fabulous circle of people. 100%. So that's cute. But they're not dating, so question mark. But if they were, that would be nice. That would be nice. Was she in the show Revenge? I never watched it. Oh my God, really? Yeah, no, that was like a you and Olivia thing. First of all, such a good show. Mm -hmm. Second of all, Iconic couple came out of it. I believe they're still together, Daniel and Emily. Mm -hmm. And three, I believe she played Victoria's daughter. And it was just like crazy to see. That's like a role. It was like a dream role, but it was also like a career ending role because you can never be anything other than Jenna Rank. No, but like here's the thing. Plenty of people play iconic things all the time and continue to do other iconic things. It's just like about momentum, you know, and what you do next. And so if she was just forever 13 going on 30, then that's on her. But she's, it seems like she's got it going on. You know, I don't know if we spoke about this, but there was a question posed on TikTok about the ending of 13 going on 30 and, and what it really meant. Okay. 
and there was like confusion as to whether okay what do you think happened at the end of 13 going on 30 like she righted her life and she goes back she goes back she chooses maddie and then they walk out and they're 30 and they're married right so it's like does she take him back to being 30 and they just get married or do they grow up together and then eventually get married that was the question I think it's like she fixed that one thing, so it fixed like her whole life in another dimension, and then she's able to. Yeah, but like when she got back to the basement, did she then go back in the closet with Maddie, bang against the shelf, Mm -hmm. and get transported with Maddie, and then get married? No, she probably like lived the rest of her life knowing Maddie was one for her. Yeah, like she she corrected like the last. 20 like 17 years by living through them by making that different choice but then also living through them yes yes okay. and then results in when she's 30 it's kind of like a psychological thriller if you think about it you yeah, know it's ve- it's like sci-fi yeah it's giving shelter shutter island yeah no that's a good question you really can't think about it it made my head hurt but that no might, it's really tough that might have also been the fender bender <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for our next story yeah Hayden Penetier is on the cover of People magazine, and she's opening up and revealing her addiction to opioids and alcohol. Oh, wow. She says, I was in a cycle of self-destruction. For the first time, Hayden Penetier is opening up about a secret addiction to opioids and alcohol that nearly cost her her career and her life. She said, quote, I was on top of the world and I ruined it, the former Nashville star says in the new issue of People. She spent years battling her addiction as well as a devastating bout with postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. Quote, I think I hit rock bottom, but then there's that trap door that opens. Eventually... Uh, she was determined to get help. She said, I put a lot of work into myself and I had to be willing to be incredibly honest. She underwent both trauma therapy and inpatient treatment within the last year. Now she's returned to set to reprise her fan favorite character in the next screen film, Scream film, and she's pouring her heart into her work along with her charity. She said, this hasn't been easy and there were a lot of ups and downs, but I don't regret even the ugliest things that have happened to me. I feel incredibly accomplished and I feel like I have a second chance. I love Hayden Panettiere with like every fiber of my being. Mm-hmm. Of course, Nashville, Raising Helen. She was an iconic child actress and then teen Bring It On 2 with Solange Knowles. And it does feel like at one point... Three. What? That was three. Oh, that was three, sorry. Yeah, everyone forgot about two. Yeah, yeah, Jets it and the was, Sharks. No, 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 that's like five. Oh, wow, okay. Two was really weird and it was like Bring It On for college. Got it. Okay, Bring It On 3 with Solange and Hayden Pantier like was good. So good. Even though I think like if we would watch it now, no, we, no, we yeah. would find it like hella problematic. Oh, perhaps. But like sometimes I get served on TikTok clips from that movie and it's like really not okay. <laughs> but I remember as kids, we like loved it. And now yeah. I'm watching it. I'm like, this is beyond uncomfortable. Like <laughs> it's really cringy. Like it's like, it's like racist, like blatantly racist. What do you see on TikTok? Like just these clips of like when she goes to a new school that's predominantly black and like her friends are so her old friends are like so fucking racist yes, like yes, yes. it's actually like not an okay movie yeah and like yeah. the fact that like as kids everyone loved it and we all just watched it i was like this is not okay yeah it's really problematic it's very true but i digress it did feel like hayden panettiere was on this trajectory and then it just kind of like fell flat after nashville and so the fact that she was struggling so much like in her personal life tracks yeah but and also- i know what she means when she says like i was on top of the world like she couldn't she couldn't play a bad role. Like, no, she was killing it. Yeah. And even in Nashville, she was struggling already with, like, uh, addiction. But she said, like, the saving grace of that was that she had to be, like, okay on set. Right. So it forced her to... Get it together. Get it together in those moments. 
But her character mirrored so much of her actual life. Like, right. first of all, she was a troubled country singer. Right. Then she, when Hayden got pregnant, her character got pregnant. Her character also struggled with postpartum depression. So I think it was probably, like, an interesting vehicle to, like, channel all of her, like, energy and her demons. And I think maybe it helped, but also not enough. You know, that reminds me of Josh Peck's book when he was, like, had cra- a crazy addiction for like years and years and years and the roles where he had to play like someone who had his life together like he's like I was horrible then the roles where I was playing like someone whose life was a mess like I was actually doing amazing yeah so that that makes sense and I just I really I wish the best for Hayden Panettiere mm-hmm. like I just I feel connected to her because so many of the movies that we watched as kids she was in as like a teenager um and I just love her and it's been sad to see you know, her personal life kind of blow up in recent years. I just a month ago saw this crazy ass fighting. video of her and her like boyfriend or fiance, yeah. or whatever, getting into a physical altercation like for 30 minutes in the middle of the street outside a restaurant. So it's been like sad to watch that. So I, I love to hear, I love a good People magazine like positive cover. Yeah, like if you look at the photos. Oh, she's gorgeous, she's gorgeous. looks like she's turning a new leaf. Mm-hmm. She's sitting down for like video interview. Good. I really, I, there are a few people in this world like I genuinely like wish the best for and she's one of them. Like, I just hope that, I hope that she's okay. Yeah, I agree. And I hope that they should bring back Nashville. I really do. And then she could play, like, the Raina James character, you know. And I then, do believe, like, that ship has sailed. Like, no, I'm sorry. I don't know. There's so much love for Nashville. Like, there is. Forever. There was love then. Even when it was canceled on ABC, like, CMT picked it up because there was so much love. I think now people rewatch it on streaming services all the time. Yes. I rewatched it recently. Holds up. It's so good. If you're looking for something to rewatch, Nashville. If you're looking for something to rewatch, GCB. No, that's a frustrating rewatch because there's only one season. But then it'll make make you realize how depraved the world we live in of is course, because GCB no. wasn't taken for another. But that's season. not what I want to get in my in my rewatching of a show. Like I want a full experience. I don't want to be angry. I want the society. Enjoy. I it's, I wouldn't say go and watch that. I would say Nashville. I would say Desperate Housewives. I would say Mad Men. ABC like for a while was the premier like soap opera network creator they were just churning out they still do a good job more sitcoms though like 30 minutes but back in the day it was like hour-long soap operas Mm -hmm. desperate housewives obviously comes to mind remember family brothers and sisters i was always on after desperate housewives never watched it no me neither but people loved it it was on for a while Grey's anatomy of course it was like a a good 10 years where abc was like premium yeah but now that's like what netflix does right 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 are you ready for our next story? A little more TV news. Only if it's the TV news that's brought to you by FrameBridge. Mm. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever ever leaving the house. You can add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift from art prints and diplomas to the photos sitting on your phone. You can FrameBridge just about anything. Here's how it works. Go to FrameBridge.com and upload your photo. Or if you have a physical photo, they'll send you packaging to safely mail it in. You'll preview your item online in dozens of different frame styles, gallery wall layouts, and then you'll choose your favorite or you can get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. So instead of the hundreds of dollars you would pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, all shipping is free, and we have a code, of course, for 15% off your first order at FrameBridge.com when you use code TOAST. So FrameBridge is revitalizing an archaic industry where like framing is so torturous, especially if the photo's on your phone, like what you have to print it. it like it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You do it all from your phone. Of course, if you have physical pictures, like old pictures of your family, you can send that in. But I just think the idea of like being on your phone, uploading photos, choosing frames, and then having it delivered starting at $39 is just 
kind of a no-brainer like I wish I started Framebridge or at least like invested in it because I think it's like the most genius idea no and like you ever take a photo and you're like this is art yeah I'm Ansel Adams and it needs to hang on my wall you did that I did that this weekend with the Streis brothers oh you framed that photo I'm going to frame it on Framebridge because it's a gorgeous picture and like it's art yeah no it's like some of the pictures we take for Instagram are literal belong in the moment and then of course there's like photos of myself and it's like gorgeous slim Aaron's who gorgeous so you can get started today, frame your photos, or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com, use promo code TOAST, and save an additional 15% off your first order. That's framebridge.com, promo code TOAST, framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. So in the last minute swap, I swapped out the next story what? because I saw something more interesting okay. on the sidebar. And I want you to explain it to me because it sounds so cute. The rise of hashtag gentle minions. Why Gen Z is wearing suits to see minions. I've seen it. I have literally no fucking idea. But I love it. No, like Minions, the new movie, is like taking the world by storm. That's minions, all I know. Minions, the rise of Gru finally hit the big screen after years of postponements due to the pandemic. And now audience are showing out in full force, but some individuals are coming in suits. Do you remember when you went to see Beauty and the Beast with Zach and you showed up in a yellow bell dress? I do, I do. <laughs> you are funny. I am so funny. Okay, honestly, I don't know anything about this story. No, but there's nothing to know. What other did we swap it out for? Like that million dollar listing in New York is on pause at Bravo. Oh, I thought that was interesting. That's the story. It's on pause. Is that interesting? I feel like Bravo's in like a weird place. Yeah, and they're like competing with themselves over at Peacock. Yes! And it's really weird. And honestly, like these new housewives, like I'm getting fatigued, Ultimate Girls Trip, I have like no interest in watching Dubai, and I love housewives. Like, yeah. and where the fuck is the new season of Potomac? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Okay, so I guess we spoke about that. So that's Million Dollar Listing is on pause um, at Bravo. And also people are wearing suits to go see Minions movie, which I just love. Yeah, no, there is so many dumb trends on TikTok, like truly dumb. And this is something that's actually bettering society. Like if people started wearing suits to the movies, that's so sweet. No, because you know what it really, you know what it says? You know, we're all just kids, you know? Like we're all just... How so? No, that's that. not the right phrase. Sorry. Like, there's a child in all of us, you know? Y- yeah, no, that's and a lovely... And is bringing that out. That's a lovely message, but how does wearing a suit signify that there's a child in all of us? It's a fucking cartoon. Movie's for kids. Gru and the Minions, it's for right, children. Right, So how is people wearing suits to the movie? Getting excited about a children's movie, because we're all just kids at heart. Are you not I'm following? Not, I don't feel I'm, like what I'm saying is that crazy. I'm not following. Okay, let's Take start from, from the beginning. <laughs> okay, so just to remind you, Gen Z are wearing suits. Like, and they're teenagers, adult Gen kids. Gen Z's are like 18, 19. Adult kids yeah. are wearing suits to see the Despicable Me spinoff movie so they're called getting, Minions. They're, go, they're getting so excited okay. about a movie that's literally made for six-year-olds that they're going to the theater, they're putting on costumes, because at the end of the day, like, <laughs> we're all kids at heart. <laughs> I don't feel okay, like what I'm okay, saying okay, is that time. fucking crazy. That's fine. I'll accept it. What's wrong? What I'll aren't you understanding? Convince me. Because when I see a suit, I don't think kid. But you're saying they're wearing costumes like a kid Oh, would. oh, yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Okay, now I understand. They're wearing like suit and tie. Yeah, to dress up as Gru, I think. Gru oh, wears... Oh, yes, you're right. Yeah, they're dressing up as one of the characters. He's like the Yeah, the yeah, the guy, the big guy. one. He's yeah, like... Gru. The... The minion guy. He's, in, he's the counselor of yes. the minions. Yes, yes. So, yes, okay, sorry, they're not getting dressed up, like, for a black tie affair. They're getting dressed up because that's what the guy wears. They're like, it's a costume. Got it. Okay, now no. I understand. I'm glad we spoke about I'm that. I'm glad we spoke about it because, like, I think a lot of people are coming from my point of view of, like, what does Well, when Gru you wear? said suit, I thought you also meant, like, a minion suit, like a yellow costume. Yeah, no, that would make more sense. But, no, they're going in 
formal suits and universal pictures actually tweeted to everyone showing up to minions in suits we see you and we love you okay now i'm like kind of doubting like my children no i think no i think you're right they're dressing as grew if grew wore you know Panda, panda shoes like Kim Kardashian, they would show up in those. Yeah, okay, so we're all just kids at heart is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. Cool, 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 cool. We are all just kids at heart. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? The final story. It's a final story. Aren't we all just kids at heart? Great. Our fifth and final story is some exciting news from Subway Sandwiches. They're giving out one million free sandwiches to celebrate their biggest menu change in years. That's now, so funny. Like, literally, no. Like, we're not, we're good. We don't want you to discuss sandwiches. Jimmy John's should do it. People actually like those sandwiches. Keep your sandwiches. It's been a while since we talked about Subway, and it's always a fun topic of conversation. And if we're also talking about sandwiches, I would love to talk about the sandwich that Kylie made for Travis. Oh, I didn't see. Hold on. You didn't see? On stories? Yes. Yeah, she, she was making subs at home yesterday, Ooh. and they looked fire flames. One thing about me is I'm not going to eat a sub. I think it's no, literally disgusting. No, but like disgusting. if Kylie made you a sub, you would eat it. Yeah? If Kylie made me do that on a plate, I would lick it clean. <laughs> that on Canva Pro. New merch. If Kylie made me Oh, wow, this me, does look good. If Kylie made me do it on a plate, I would lick it clean. <laughs> okay, so it looks like there's pepperoni. Ew. <laughs> chicken ew <laughs> these literally look disgusting <laughs> like so no, much mayo turkey there was turkey the bread looks good the bread mm-hmm. and she has a coca-cola in a glass bottle which is the in, sandwich that she made for herself it's like oh, a turkey this sub. one looks better yeah. i still wouldn't eat it if you paid me six million dollars but you would eat duty yeah if it came from kylie's ass for sure <laughs> um okay, so, okay kylie made a sandwich but every story is like two-pronged today yeah. on tuesday subway sandwiches announced my God, there's literally a motorcyclist outside. Motorcyclist for Subway? <laughs> no. On Tuesday, the sandwich franchise announced the Subway Series, which is a menu revamp of 12 new sandwiches. The recently unveiled menu items all have unique names and numbers, which can make ordering faster and easier. Just like throwback to the Subway Series. You don't remember this? Yes, you do. When the World Series was versus the Yankees and the Mets when we were kids, and they called it the Subway Series because all you had to do was take the subway to get there. Okay, I'm about to blow your mind. Whenever the Mets and the Yankees play each other, they call it the Subway Series, right? Yeah. But how is it a series <laughs> if it's not the World Series? Because you play in baseball, you play each team seven times, seven games, right? No, in a row. No, no. Five or whatever. No, that's yeah. not true. No, literally. It's Every true. time you play a team, you play five games. Yeah, right? There's no fucking way that that's true. No, I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, that's moronic. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, I literally. That's why every game is called a series. Like, that is incredulous. Not to be believed. No, it's 100% true. We need confirmation. Like, Ben told me that one time, and I'm like, that is so dumb. Three games. You play three games, so it's a series. Right. So anytime the Mets and the Yankees play, it's called the Subway Series. I like my theory better. It was the World Series, 1999. Was it? Mets versus Yankees. All the fans just took the subway to get from stadium to stadium. And they do that, too, anytime that the Yankees and the Mets play. Yet it's not a series if it ain't the World Series. Mm, Wrong again, but continue. Well, now we have the Subway Series from Subway, which include uh, four new categories, starting with cheesesteaks, which include the Philly cheesesteak. Have they always had a cheesesteak? 
I don't know, but honestly, this meatball sub looks good. Like I know it's disgusting. Okay. But if it, this, if I made this like with kosher turkey meatballs yeah. on a sub, you know, Jackie, one thing about me is I fuck heavily with a meatball sub. Yeah. And you know what the best, ironically, meatball sub I've ever had in my life was? From CPT. The one at Fat Camp. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like the only meatball sub I've ever had. Also true. I think we need to like go to like an old Italian, like actual deli and go get a meatball sub. I know, but it needs to be oh, but kosher. It's not kosher. All right, if you, uh, actually, There's I know a guy. There's gotta be Jackie, a... Jackie, I know a guy. Okay. Actually, Ben knows a guy. I know he can make me a kosher meatball sub. Your husband could also make you a kosher meatball sub. No, but Ben's not Italian. Like, I need authentic. I, Jackie, I need... Bon nuit. Got it. Look at these fresh subs. So they're giving away a million free, a million dollars oh, or a million free? A million sandwiches to celebrate the unveiling of the new menu. To who? Their people. Like, I get it. That's a nice campaign. But like, why don't you give a million sandwiches to, I don't know, like people who actually need it? Well, if you need it, you can stop in from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at participating restaurants to grab a free sandwich. That's a two hour window. Like, that's... Okay, well, I guess that's actually nice. That is nice. But like, but now, now you know. Spread the word. Right. Like 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. How are we going to get this information to people who actually need it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I take this back podcast. every bad thing I've said about Subway. That's actually pretty cool. This podcast. This podcast. That's Spread actually extremely cool. Mm-hmm. Except I take back everything except for the, about the smell. The, stands, the smell stands. Yeah. Even though, like, there are people who actually, like, like it and, like, want to, like, bottle it. There are sick people in the world, Claudia. Yeah. We know this. And there's also, like, the weird thing about Subway is, like, if you get a sandwich and they, like, wrap it up for you to go, and they put it in, like, this little bag. It's like a sandwich bag with, like, handles. Have you seen it? That's cute. Like a it's little lunchbox. Like, it's kind of, like, really, um, like, creative, and I appreciate the ingenuity. I do appreciate ingenuity. Constantly. Let's get into Dear, Dear Toasters. Toasters, our weekly advice segment every Wednesday. You can write into deartoasters at gmail.com and we will read your quandary anonymously. So you don't ever have to worry about someone hearing it. Um, and we'll do our best to just guide you through these difficult situations. Mm. Today's Dear Toasters, I'm like, I can't talk today. Oh my God. <clears throat> it's okay. Today's Be your- patient with yourself. That's true. Be kind to yourself. Dumb fucking moron. <laughs> Today's episode of, no, what is wrong with me? Today's Dear Toaster segment, yeah, is brought to you by BetterHelp. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? Well, that's how your brain works, and why don't we treat them the same way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life, so it's important to invest time and care into thinking, into keeping your mind healthy. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, but and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. There is never the wrong time or a bad time to start taking care of yourself you will love what you see at BetterHelp. whether you're comfortable doing video you can do just live chat whatever you're comfortable with you can find the right therapist for you and listeners of the morning toast get 10 percent off their first month at betterhelp.com slash toast that's better h-e-l-p.com slash toast love that all right dear toasters first up hello jackson claude hi my sister sister-in-law and myself are huge toasters and we've got quite the conundrum that we thought you guys might be able to help us with okay let's go we love like a sister steamy moment yeah our brother just starting a date started dating a girl who is definitely no oh my god it's okay do you want me to read them no i because i want to like better myself with better help um no because like i need to challenge my i definitely i've learned from dear toasters i have some form of dyslexia no there's a word for what we were talking about where you like 
get ahead of the sentence. Yeah, but okay. why don't you slow down? Our brother just started dating a girl who everyone is starting to meet individually, and we have all come back with the same opinion. She's great. She really is beautiful, stunning, and smart. And why are you writing in? Right. She's beautiful, stunning, and smart, and definitely makes our brother extremely happy. However, their PDA is out of control. Mm. Like, I get that they're in their early days, but it's uncomfortable to be around, hanging on each other in a public pool, kissing in front of my parents for the first time they met her, can't keep their hands off of each other, to where I can't even get a word in, kissing more than I've ever seen my sister even kiss her husband. It's aggressive, and it's all been on the first time we've all met her. So what do we do? Do we just deal with it because our brother seems happy and hope that it calms down after the honeymoon phase ends? Or do we have someone say something to him so they cool it? We've never seen our brother in a relationship like this, so it's new for all of us. For reference, they're in their 30s, and I promise to update you guys with the first full family weekend. Sincerely, Sisters Against PDA. I would say that more often than not, this problem will work itself out because it really is like a honeymoon stage thing and a lot of people don't continue. You and Zach? Right. We're like, unbearable. It was like one time, but yes, in the beginning. Which time we were are you much, thinking about? New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you guys much were so annoying. more PDA and like now. Normal. Normal. Yeah, no, definitely don't say anything because there's literally nothing wrong but with PDA. But there are couples like Courtney and Travis that are not going to stop ever. So I would say to... Give it the time to work itself out. You know, time heals all. Yeah. There's a chance that it won't, but I think that it will. This is very, very normal. No, Travis and Courtney are like the exception to the rule. Agreed. They're the outlier. I don't think we should reference them as an example. Because for the most part, like, and if your brother seems so happy and you've never seen him in a relationship like this, it's a really small price for you to pay for your brother's happiness. And you guys really have to like back off. Yeah. No, I think it'll, it'll calm down on its own. Just look away while it's happening. Yeah. And just like go into the other room. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up. That, was, that wasn't too bad. No, no, no. Good morning, Jackson Claude. Good morning. First off, love you girlies so much, and as a stay-at-home mom, you are my lifeline during the day. Now, I have a conundrum I'm hoping you can help me with. Here it is. <laughs> my, <laughs> my mom's breath stinks. I'm pretty sure there's a rotten tooth situation going on in there, and when she opens her mouth, it smells like ass. Like one of the worst smells that me, my husband, and my sisters and their spouses have ever experienced. My mom is single and she wants to date, but I can't imagine mm. any first date going further after they smell her breath. I would have pulled her aside by now and said something, but she's very, very sensitive. Girls, it's getting to the point where my husband almost threw up when he went in to hug her. What should I do? Should I just tell her that her breath is rank in a nice way and hope she doesn't get too offended? It's been this way for over a year now, and it's getting worse and worse. Please help. If you read this, I promise I will update. Sincerely, a toaster in a stinky situation. I mean, this is giving Ted Lasso. Yeah, who had bad breath? Uh, the me What's that guy's the really angry one who's with dating Kay Kaylee now? Roy. Roy's... Um, Nef niece. niece, yes. And they, it's a tooth situation, and she just has to go to the doctor. Yeah, okay, so... You're doing your mom a disservice by not telling her, by the way. Yeah, ne because it's a new thing, and it clearly smells like something's wrong. So I would say very kindly, I know she's sensitive, so I wouldn't use words like rank. Yeah. But just, you could say, like, Mom, I think your breath has changed, like, over the last year, and it's it doesn't smell good, I, and... I think you should like go to the dentist or something just to make sure that everything's okay. And also, if everything is okay, like I know you want to date soon, like Listerine, gum. I think you can say it in a nice way, alone, like don't embarrass her. And I wouldn't say for the last year, because then she'd be like, why didn't you tell me? Just be like, the last couple Recent, times. Say recently. Yeah, like the last couple times we've been together, I've just like noticed this like smell. And I think you might have like a, a decaying tooth. You should just go to the dentist. Because like you don't want to start dating with that. Like yeah. make it not serious. Don't not like, a big sit deal. her down. Not a big deal. But do, don't do it in front of other people. And yeah, not a group. Like not you and your siblings. Just you or one of the siblings, whoever you think like has the easiest delivery. Yeah. Like, 
if, if it was our family, like no one would suggest me. No. Like, so know who the person in the family is who's like the right person for the job. But you're doing your mom a disservice by not telling her and talking about it behind her back. And like writing into a podcast and telling the whole world. Yeah. Like just tell your mom, like it's something, it's not like something she can control. It's not like she's not brushing her teeth. Like, yeah. And she has poor hygiene. That's different. It's something she can't control. Go to the dentist. Like the doctor said on Ted Lasso, it's like so not a big deal. Yeah. Like some, a little medicine and probably like a cavity or whatever. Yeah. Pull the tooth out. Just tell her. You're not, you're not helping her. Mm-hmm. All right, next up. Third and final. Hello, ladies. I could start this and go on and on about how much I love you, but I've heard you loud and clear, and we must save time. LOL. Backstory, my sister and I are very close, and so are our husbands. Reminds me of your relationship with each other's husbands, Cute. and they, they feel like brothers. Anyway, I had someone close to me recently bring to my attention that my sister is having an affa- affair with proof and receipts. I'm shook. First of all, wow, what a good liar. Second, I want to cry every time I think of her husband. Like, what the fuck? He's an absolute pee-jom. I can't even believe it. What would you do? If you found out that Jackie or Claudia was having an affair, obviously their sister code, but wouldn't you feel bad for Zach or Ben? I definitely want to confront her, but if she doesn't come clean to her husband, I will die. Help. Oh, okay. I'm going to approach this from what would we do. If I would I, literally never tell Zach in my life. No, I would go straight to you and be like, why didn't you fucking tell me? What are you doing? <laughs> no, but I would be like, you need to end it. Because now other people know. Like, I don't know how this sister found out, but like, it's going around. Yeah. I would like try to understand like what is going on in your world and try and help you get back on the right path. That's what I would do. Yeah. And I, it's nice that you have this loyalty to your brother-in-law, but your loyalty, your, your loyalty goes to your sister and you should definitely tell her that you found out because that means other people know. Mm-hmm. And if... If your sister's husband finds out from other people and not your sister, like, that's horrible. So if you really want to protect your brother-in-law, you have to make your sister come clean. Right. Or, like, end it. Yeah, right. Or end her marriage. Like, whatever she wants to do, but she can't do this. No, because, like, if you found out, it's not that far off that he might find out soon. And that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. Crazy. Oh, People my God. I would be, be out here so having mad if you had an affair and didn't tell me. No. And, like, I would be so and mad. And I'd find out from someone else. Like, probably in my DMs, it would be like, yeah. Claudia was spotted. I would be John so Mayer. mad if I had an affair and, like, you cared about Ben and not me. Like, I'm obviously going through something, too. A hundred percent. But, um, no, not having an affair. But, damn, wow, those were some good ones. Thank you guys for writing in. Yeah, everyone really, you know, opened but up it, a vein today. Yeah, but I do feel like everyone's situations are manageable. And I feel I really agree. good about that. The last third week, one, like, I don't know if it was me last week or the Dear Toasters, but I was stumped. Yeah, they were real, like, moral dilemmas. Yeah, but that's what we do here. We pose moral questions and we sit in them. It's true. We sit a lot. A lot. Here. Um, so that was Dear Toasters. Again, if you want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. If you haven't had your quandary read on air just keep in mind that it might be a little too long we don't have like you know all the time in the world and it gets a little confusing so if you still want us to read what you wrote just revise it a little bit and if you're feeling nervous this is your sign write into us we can help we'll yes. always keep it anonymous and also reminder like if you write in and then you change your mind and you follow up to the email being like please don't read this we will not read it so you can sleep at peace knowing like we're not going to read about whatever you were writing in about yes but speaking of hearing from you guys we have an episode of breaking bread tonight which oh, it's already wednesday breaking bread on spotify live at 7 p.m eastern time tonight we have a great show planned for you guys. It's going to be so much fun. And we will have some interactive audience moments. Yeah, I don't think we could do Toasty Oki anymore. We got, a, that's why our episode was laid up on Spotify. Legal, copyright, Toasty Oki. Yeah. You know, I did enjoy that quite a bit. Me too. So we'll have some other fun segments for all of you. So download the Spotify Live app or just listen to us on Spotify. But if you want to write in or join on stage, you got to have the Spotify Live app. Breaking Follow, Bread. Yeah, Breaking Bread. 
I need to follow us too. Bread. I have like we Breaking Bread has literally all the followers on the platform, and I have like seven. Yeah, no, follow us too because you never know when I personally decide to go live, and yeah. you don't want to miss that. But if you can really only exert one follow, you only have you, one follow to give. Breaking Bread, make it Breaking Bread. If you have two, still only Breaking Bread because that's not fair. It's Claudia true. and I have a disparity. It's true. If you have three, me Claudia Breaking Bread. So well said. <laughs> and that's our show. Thank you so much for listening to The Morning Toast, The Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, fucking subscribe <laughs> already, okay? Though they probably are because we have more subscribers than viewers. So true. <laughs> and don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. But the podcasters <clears throat> could just hop on their Gmail account on YouTube and subscribe just to appease Claudia. They to could. Look at my plaque. We're also available as a podcast and our podcast can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, <laughs> all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find us in the morning. Just leave a five star review about our beautiful standing. It's where we are. Have an amazing day. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. Bye.